You're listening to the Hash It Out Podcast with your hosts, Samantha Harris, business mentor and marketing strategist, and Hannah LeBron, licensed esthetician and San Diego spa owner. Together, we're using our startup savvy and six-figure experience to hash out all your business struggles, build up your bottom line, and encourage you along the way. Thanks for joining us. Let's hash it out. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Hash It Out Podcast. Hannah here. I own Beauty by Hannah LeBron, a San Diego spa, skincare boutique. And I'm Sam. I'm a marketing strategist um, with Octus Social. And I also um, head up a really fun meetup and strategy group called Content and Connection. Today, we're going to talk about creating the best experience for your clients and how to deal with difficult clients. I think this is gonna be a good one. So, let's start with the best experience. So, I think the first thing I want to say is that setting expectations upfront with your client and talking to them about their expectations and kind of making sure that they know what they're getting themselves into, yeah, <laughs> is the most important thing to ensure a great experience. And that goes into like educating the client. And I say this all the time. I'm pretty sure my employees think I'm crazy because mm-hmm. I repeat this over and over. If you tell them what they're going to expect or, like, what you're what going you to offer them, of them and what you need them to do, mm-hmm. you know, to get whatever results or make the product work or something, then it's just going to make your relationship that much better because they're going to trust you. Yeah. Um, I think thinking like a client is a really good way of putting together what you want their experience to be. Yeah. So when I tell the girls, when you walk into a spa, when you walk into your treatment room, what do you want it to look like in there? Do you want the bed to be neat? Do you want to see products everywhere? Do you want to see things all over the place? Or do you want to see a room that is neat, clean, it's the temperature is right, like the bed is nice and heated, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, getting all, making sure it smells really nice. Every single client that walks into the spa always comments on how it smells in there. Every time they walk in, they're like, oh, it how smells nice so good. How nice it smells in there. <laughs> they do. Every but, single client, they're always like, what is that? And I buy, I honestly, I just buy candles from Ross or Bath and Body Works if they have a sale. And we have them going on and we have like wax warmers um just making sure that everything is clean and neat like presentable at least for looks wise you know and like your senses like you want it to smell you don't want to walk into a spa and it smells like mold that's disgusting i don't know why it would smell like that but (laughs) you yes you definitely don't want that um thinking like a client as far as um what's going to make their life easier emailing them reminders texting them reminders yeah um i as a courtesy my system sends out a reminder a text reminder and an email reminder and i get you know so many clients that come in and like oh my god we almost forgot about our appointment but we got that reminder mm-hmm. thank god we got the reminder i would have completely forgot and then i would have had to charge them Yeah. A no-show fee or a late cancellation fee. I think, too, um, something I really like when I come into the spa is that um, my esthetician will kind of prep me for what's going to happen. So, you know, 
I know like Bono would always say, okay, if you want to use the bathroom, it's right here. Um, I'm going to have you come in here and you're going to undress. I'm going to have you lay down and then we're going to talk about your skin. So having them kind of set the expectations as far as like an agenda goes. Mm-hmm. Communication. That, yeah. Communicating that. Asking, they ask you, you know, if there's anything going on with your skin today, if there's any, um, anything you want to focus on, stuff like that, I think is really important too. Um, I do the same thing in my business. So with my clients on our kickoff call, we talk all about expectations and I ask them what they want to get out of our relationship together. And I tell them like, Hey, this is kind of what the agenda is going to look like. Then each call has its own agenda and they kind of know the call before what we're talking about next time and what their homework is to get them there. So expectations are just such a huge part of the client experience because unspoken expectations always go unmet um being there for your client to answer questions obviously not at like midnight whatever but being open to communicate with your clients and um following up with your client um so i know probably a lot of people that listen to this sell a product Mm -hmm. so after they buy something so say you sell um i don't know beauty counter after someone buys the makeup okay if you go to sephora or something you buy the makeup and that's it yeah unless you have an account with them sometimes or if you buy online they'll send you a how did you like this product yeah they want your to review it yeah it's not necessarily like oh how's it going for you Mm -hmm. but um so like say you buy they buy this makeup palette from you uh a week later send them an email letting them know you're thinking about them that you care about their experience And I think a lot of people think that that's, like, annoying or spammy. Yeah. But honestly, like, think about yourself as a consumer. Would you want them to check up on you? I know for you, like, after people get skincare services especially, like, there's certain things that might happen. They might break out because their skin is purging or, you know, they might experience a little redness or something like that. Mm -hmm. And when you check in on them, it shows that you actually care what happens to their skin and you care if they come back or not. Instead of just, oh, well, you're red, cool, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I have the girls, you know, they send one, everyone gets sent a thank you and, you know, to, you know, thank them for their, you know, business and for coming, for choosing the spa. And then also um, I, the girls will usually send out an email asking about, like, you know, if they bought product, like, how do you like it, this and that, um... I know that you actually get a lot of your reviews that way, too. Like, a lot of your positive feedback comes that way. Mm -hmm. And when you're not forcing it as, like, like what you're saying, like, Sephora, they send out, hey, review this product. That sounds so yucky compared to, hey, I actually care about what's going on. And then they automatically, oh, my gosh, I love the product, blah, blah, blah. And then Hannah can use that as a review still. Mm -hmm. But it didn't seem like it didn't come off initially as yeah I was actually genuine about yeah, if they like her the looking for a review because customers know nowadays you want reviews mm-hmm. I also make a little incentive um if you review us on like Yelp or Google um I will reward you taking time out of your day and I will give you 10% off your next service um you know it's not a ton it's not a big thing but it's just something to show that okay you took that 10 minutes out of your day to write something nice about us so we'll do the same 
nice or negative, whatever. Either way, <laughs> if you were Wait, to give so me... so they still get 10% off if they give you an 8 If someone review? gave me a three-star <laughs> review or something and they came back for some reason, I would still give them 10% off. Well, yeah, because you might want to try to make it better, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. a better experience. We'll talk more about the negative reviews later. <laughs> so I'm what, real good at those. <laughs> what else do you think is really goes into a client experience? For me, it's... Um, I've thought about sending gifts to some of my larger clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really bad about going to the post office, though. So I know a lot of companies that sell larger product or larger services, they invest in, like, an outside service that... Well, you can also nowadays do, like, Foxbox. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, they invest oh. in an outside service that provides, a, mm-hmm. like, a gift box... Sending someone flowers. Or something like that. Um, if someone... If I bought... I mean, my realtor, of course, because and that's, like, a bigger purchase. It's a pretty big he purchase. He brought <laughs> me, like, wine and cheese and oils and stuff to enjoy in my new home. What do you think your favorite gift has ever been from someone that you purchased something oh. from? Mm, you know, and honestly, most of the gifts that I've had gotten were from clients, people who purchase things from me. Yeah. Um, most of my gifts were from, were from clients, and I like them all. A lot of people get me flowers. A lot of people bring me. One of my clients actually brought me tortillas and and what? and cheese. Um, what was it? Um, what is it? White the cheese. It's like a queso fresco. Oh, I saw like tortilla cheese. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she. So you know, you just like slice it, put it in like a warm tortilla, and just eat it like that. She brought me that once. That's the perk of seeing your clients in person, I guess. Yeah. Tortillas. (laughs) Right. Food. Um, My mom, my mom does hair. And for Christmas, it is insane. Under her Christmas tree, like a third of our living room is full of presents from her clients. Wow. Every single one of them brings her something. They give her actual gifts. Like one... The other year, she got a Gucci bag from someone, and it was no a way. it was a real Gucci bag. Now, and I was like, no, that's got to be fake. It's from China, <laughs> something. Do you think that people still do that, or do you think that that is kind of something of the past at this point? No, um, like the other day, one of our clients brought Jen um, succulents. Okay, I think I'm very generous. To, like some, su- <laughs> like. Well, with my clients, like yeah. I'll, one, I have it set up, they, like I usually have snacks and drinks, but that's just like in general. But like the other couple weeks ago, I think it was a couple weeks ago, I brought a bunch of succulents to just give away. Mother's oh, Day, yeah. I gave away a bunch of little plants to clients. Um, for Christmas, I, I love giving gifts. Last year, I gave everyone, I gave our mate, like our real regular clients like actual gifts I went and shopped for specific gifts for them and I gave everyone else like a little gift certificate for the spa this year I have a more it's better for my bank account plan for gifts but um I think both ways giving gifts and getting gifts is nice but like giving gifts showing your appreciation Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
I know in the beginning when Sam first started coming to me and she would buy stuff from me, I would wrap it in a bag and mm-hmm. I had like my little card. I'd put a ribbon on the bag and I would write a thank you note on there. Like it was your own gift. Yeah. To bring. Um, <laughs> like, to open. yeah, like, um, I bought this and it's a gift for me to bring home to, open. um, to myself. <laughs> I would like, it's so hard now, like time wise to do that. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. Um, maybe I'll try to like, I'm going to write it down. I'm going to start implementing that little thank you cards for people who buy stuff. I know. And for me, like this time last year, I had so many clients. Like I was so over my head and now I'm trying to work with less clients. Mm-hmm. And so I think I it is something I want to start implementing. like Showing a little more appreciation. Showing gift, gift physical, giving. yeah, like physical gifts like that. Um, last month, was it last month? Um, I did that thing where I bought a digital Starbucks gift card. I mm, put yeah. money on it and I sent it out in an email. And I, I did note on it that it's like, Please be mindful of how much you're spending. Let everyone get a cup of coffee. Don't go and buy a whole meal, whatever. But I'm like, buy your guys, use this barcode and get yourself a cup of coffee. So how fast did it go? It lasted till maybe about 1 o'clock. Okay. How much did you put on it? I only put $50. Okay. See, I don't think that's that bad of a, like, $50, a $50 is investment. Money. Yeah. And that totally makes people's day. Oh, yeah. So many people took pictures of their coffee uh-huh. and, like, like posted oh, it. Oh, coffee on Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just me, like, I mean, yes, it's nice getting, you know, them posting on social media that they got this and the client feeling, you know, like, oh, let's, let me go and share this with everyone. And someone else, obviously, that could be a way of me in marketing. Someone else see it and like, oh, they take such good care of their clients. But also, like, I appreciate my clients so much that I want them to know, like, something little, just for nothing. Like, who doesn't love a for nothing gift? Yeah. A just because gift. That's a, I think that's a really easy for nothing gift that's actually practical and, like, a nice surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You only sent it out to your clients in your inbox. You didn't just put it up on social media. Yeah, no. So yeah. because social media, anyone you get and a bunch everyone. of. Uh... <laughs> but I sent it out on my email. Anyone who's subscribed and who's gets my emails, I know some of my emails get thrown into the spam box. Some of them, I get it sent to myself, and I found mine in a spam box the other day. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, whoever got the emails and I did post on social media though go check your emails yeah we have a surprise for you just so So like there's your funnel guys if you want to do this don't put it on social media but say hey check your email Mm -hmm. there's a little little surprise for you in there um and then put it put it out through email only yeah good yeah that's a really good idea to do that just so not everyone can take advantage of you yeah because that's like honestly like let's be real that's probably who would use it and <laughs> people who aren't yeah you. um i did have there was one person who i think spent like 10 bucks on wow something. so they got breakfast and coffee yeah but you know <laughs> what you see you can't see who you can't see who it just it, like you know if it you shows. use your app it tells you like um your receipt and if you can leave yeah. a tip you, i get alerts of the receipt okay so um i saw one that was like 10 bucks i'm like oh I mean, you know, good for you guys. It was me. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> you bought a I sandwich, a cake pop, you got a, a drink, a tea. 
No, but you know what? It wasn't me. And when you're going to do something like that, though, you have to expect. I mean, you can't be. some people are going to be a little greedy. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? Maybe they really needed it that day. Mm -hmm. Maybe they were having a really bad day. Or maybe they bought a sandwich for the homeless guy. Yeah, maybe there's a homeless guy in the corner of the ga- or the light over there, and they bought him, like, a baking Gouda sandwich. <laughs> so extra. <laughs> um, let me th- um, So, yeah, just making your clients feel special, feel like people, like they're wanted. Yes. Appreciated. Treat your people like people, not numbers. Don't treat them like mm-hmm. followers. Humanize your brand online, in person. Make sure they see you as a as another person, not just as a business. Um, another thing I want to click, like, small talk can be... So when I get a client, sometimes I'm not in the mood to talk. And a lot of the services that I do, like lashes, it takes like an hour. And sometimes I don't feel like talking. But just even if it's small talk, even if it's not a deep conversation, just go the extra mile and... Make someone feel like you are interested in them. Sometimes you're the only person they get to talk to that day. Like yeah. That. Or like, you know, a mom who comes in and she's with her kids all, all day long. Day. And then she's like, oh my God, okay, maybe I'm getting a brow wax for 15 minutes, but that's my adult time today. Yep. Like, talk to them, ask them how their day is going, the weather. You, like, I'm not really, I, it's hard for me to small talk, I think. In mm-hmm. my opinion, it's hard for me to small talk. Like, honestly, I know the weather's warm outside, but... I'm going to ask you, how's the weather? What'd you do today? Did you do anything cool for the weekend? Do you have plans? Like, if they're a new client, how'd you hear about us? Where are you from? Do you live around here? Like, there's so many little things that you can talk about, and you never know where you could connect in yeah. a small in small talk. But um, I love small talk, so. I need to learn to love small talk. If I'm talking <laughs> to my all my clients that I talk to them, like, during the whole appointment are, like, your I'm friends. really close to them. Yeah. Or I've been, like, working with them for, like, years. So I, I want to like, know everything about everyone. I don't care who you are, what you're, what you're doing, where you're from. I want to know your story. Like, I'm just a curious person. I wish I was like that. Yeah, because you don't care, huh? <laughs> it's not that I don't care. I feel like sometimes I, it makes, I feel like not wanting to know about someone, it, that's, like, narcissistic. Is that a narcissistic mm, quality? Self-centered quality? Maybe. Because, like, I don't care about you. I, and I'm, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm self-centered. But sometimes I'm just so busy and so in my own world. I feel like it's really common, though. But I'm the weirdo. Like, I'm the one. I want to know so much about everyone. Like, I have this friend who I've known for years. And I know nothing about her. And it drives me insane. Like, she will not tell me anything. She just wants to, like, live in the moment. She doesn't want to talk about anything. Personal. Sometimes that's the kind of friends you need, though. They just want to live in the moment, just have fun. doesn't have to be deep. I love her, but honestly, that's not the kind of friends I want. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways. Talking about things we don't want, let's talk a little bit about how to deal with difficult clients. I think I'm a G at this. She's better at this than <laughs> me. I don't, to be honest, I have had very, mm, well, I don't have the best boundaries, and I've had not a ton of issues at all. I've never had a bad review, knock on wood. Um, <laughs> I've, any issues I've had, I feel like I've been able to fix. So, 
I'll let you take this one. Um, opening up your business where you have employees and they're kind of in control with their clients is you just have to know that you will get some bad reviews. Gosh, you have to have tough skin for that. Like, that was the worst part about my last job to me is that we outsourced the printing of our shirts. And the printing of the shirts would go bad because whoever, you know, was lazy or didn't care or whatever. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it was me and my name. Yeah, because... No one knows about the people who make your shirts for you. Yeah. They know that they're they buying it from I you. I sold them to them. Yeah, even though I never touched the shirts, it's my fault they're messed up. And honestly, so you're in the I same mean, you boat. have to accept it. Yeah. Like, yeah, that is, like, if I was to get a face wash that was, I don't know, expired or something, they're not going to be like, oh, the company is bad. They're going to be like, I bought it from Hannah. Hannah sold me a expired face Where'd wash. Where'd this? Get yeah. Last face wash. And so you have to take <laughs> responsibility for your, the at least the negative reviews. Dealing with a negative client, um, there's a lot of people. I think nowadays that people's ideas like just get rid of them, fire that client. We don't want that client anymore. If they're not a good client, and that's not the way I approach yeah, it. That's the way that I've been told to deal with it, and I have never gotten rid of them because. For me, like my, like we talked about, my clients have to do work. They, they're expected to do a certain amount of work in order to go forward. It's like a personal trainer, right? I educate them. I encourage them. I keep them accountable. But if they don't do it, that's their bad. Um, I have this, I've had this client in the past who did all the work, but she, oh man, she just struggled really bad with how to find things and, um, the mechanics of mm-hmm. social media. And so it was really, really difficult to deal with. But at the end of the day, I said, you know, she's making this investment in herself and she's showing that she wants to learn and she chose me. And so it's my job to make sure that I do the best I can and help her be successful. There's also a point, though, where you have to know where you have to when you have to cut ties. Yeah. So, in my opinion, I will cut ties once it becomes just the relationship is dis there become disrespectful or it comes to a point where I know I cannot help that client. If they want something that I cannot deliver um and I've kind of learned now my boundaries is I used to try really hard to give someone exactly what they wanted. And now I'm a little better at like, well, this is what I can do for you. If you don't like this, I'm not comfortable doing that for you. If Because I'm just not as knowledgeable or that's just not a skill that I have. Try and try this person or refer them. I refer them to like another option. Um, having boundaries with negative clients, really important. Um, trying to think some without outing people (laughs) um because even i even i appreciate even the bad client not the and okay not bad clients um clients that maybe you just don't what is a better way of saying because it's not they're a bad client sometimes they're just a little more difficult to work with maybe your personalities don't clash but if they're paying you and giving you their money, 
you have it's to at your least job try. To do your best. Yeah. Yeah. And it's when you do your best and you can't do any more, I think that's when it's appropriate to tell them that they probably should go and elsewhere. To elsewhere. bite the bullet and tell them the truth that, hey, I'm not the one for you and I can't do what you're asking. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people will be like, oh, well, I, I, get, I took the money, so I better do it and I better figure it out. Well, if you can't do it, then. Yeah, you need to as be long honest. as they're being like respectful to you and they're not like. You know, they don't raise their voice. They're not calling you names, speaking, you know, swearing at you. And you know what I mean? Dragging you all over the internet. Yeah. Um, like, one of my my front desk girls, we got a phone call one day. She, this client missed her appointment, and I have a very strict cancellation policy. And in order for a client to even be served at my spa, they have to sign this policy stating that they read it. They know what to expect. Um, and so I charged the client for no, she no showed me. She didn't come to her appointment. And so we charged her and she got, she called back. She got upset. Um, so I will sometimes, depending on the client, I will sometimes give in and I'll be like, okay, well, we'll maybe put that fee towards your next appointment if you reschedule. Um, I rarely ever do a refund. Um, usually I try to either fix the problem or I try to get them to come back um later mm-hmm. you know so she we tried that she i think all in all she just didn't want to spend that money and she just didn't call because she didn't want to come in and spend that money mm-hmm. and maybe forgot that we had this policy which is really hard to forget because we post it everywhere you sign it <laughs> um but uh so she ended up calling us greedy and mm-hmm. uh she started swearing at the girl my front desk girl on the phone um calling her names so we're just like okay wow you're done um my employee handled it so well she just said um all right if you can't speak to me respectfully i'm gonna have to hang up now and she hung up and we blocked her from calling well that was it and she never called us back I don't know if she tried to, and, re- and she was blocked, you know? So but she we never troll you all over the internet? She did not, um, and I think because we were in the right, though. She was just upset. She was upset. She said, and I understand you, people don't have money to give away, but also I don't have time to give away. Time, you can't get back time. If somebody books an appointment with me, I don't double book. I keep that appointment for that client. That time is reserved for you. If you don't come in, I still have to pay the bills. Right. If you don't come in, I don't have you. If you no show, especially. It's a really good way to put it. And, like, you can't resell that spot. Yeah. what I always say. And, like. Like, if it's 10 minutes into your appointment and I can't be like, oh, hey, guys, anyone want to come in right now? There's no, there's very rare, there's a very, what is how am I saying? There's a very small chance that someone is going to take that last minute spot and be there in like a minute, you know? So it's like, I can't, I can't do anything now. Mm -hmm. I still have to pay my employees. You know, I still have to, I'm now I'm just going to sit here. Yeah. I mean, now I used to get really upset when I had a last minute cancellation. Now I, I've learned to accept it and just, roll with it and be like okay well what can I catch up on Mm -hmm. but before I would get really upset um 
now I'm just like, you know, well, now I have time to catch up on things that I didn't have earlier. But I, people don't, if they don't own a business, they don't understand. It's just how it is. Yeah. If they don't own a business or if they've never, they don't know anybody who owns a business like this where, you know. they show up to work, they still get a paycheck. Yeah. Like my (laughs) friend desk girls, they show up to work. I can't be like, hey, can you work for free? This client didn't show up. Mm -hmm. Or, hey, landlord, can I not pay you for this day because I didn't didn't make enough money? Yeah. (laughs) I can't do that. And so. But I think people in general, customers in general, Mm -hmm. they don't understand it because they show up to work they get paid yeah um have you you've never gotten you just said you've never gotten a bad review huh don't curse me but yeah i've never had a bad review i mean there's really nothing anyone bad that anyone can say that's bad right about you thanks (laughs) i mean what would they say i went to content and connections and it wasn't what i expected that's really dumb whoa or you know what i mean octosocial I mean, I guess, but I feel like people kind of know what they're signing up for when they get into those kind of things. Yeah. Pretty much if it doesn't work out, it's because they didn't put in the effort. Yeah. So. I've gotten a lot of bad reviews. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when you put it like that. So I'm lucky. I've gotten bad reviews and 90% of them. Okay. I don't have a lot. I have a handful. Yeah, you do not have a lot. Yeah, I have a handful of bad reviews. Majority of them were a lot of miscommunications. There is, like, off the top of my head, one or two that were my, that I took responsibility. It was my fault. Actually, two that I know of. Yeah, one, I tried to fix it. It was not fixable. I did something wrong, and I took full responsibility. I apologize. I gave the client her money back. And that happens. Like, we're humans. Yeah. And then one of them, one of my employees, um, she just, she kind of, she almost ruined someone's, like, homecoming. Oh. So, um, I tried to fix it. In bet- I tried to fix the situation. Couldn't fix it at at the best way possible and she left a review and I completely understand I that employee no longer works for me I let her go and I refunded the client her money and um I think when you get especially on Yelp or Google anything where you can reply to this bad review you need to reply you have to reply you should be replying to every review you get no matter what. Yeah. But um, if uh, you get a bad review and you don't reply, that is that looks really bad. I, in my opinion. So even if I look up places on Yelp all the time, if they have bad reviews, I always I look at the bad reviews all the time. I'm gonna admit, and most people do. I do too. I look at the bad reviews, but I also look at how it gets reply. Like I look at the replies. Yeah. Like depending on how a company fixes it, is really important to me. Mm-hmm. So, or makes the effort to fix it. Yeah. Or, I mean, sometimes, too. Okay, so we got cut off, but I'm going to, we're going to pick up where we left, um, talking about how you reply to bad reviews. Um, so somebody left me a review, I think it was last week. His wife came, or his wife had an appointment. She got sick, but she no-showed. 
They didn't call us or anything, so I automatically charged them for the appointment. Then he calls back almost a week later, and he says, um, you know, my wife was sick, um, blah, blah, blah. He called for his wife. Why? I don't know. Um, she said she was sick, so I said, you know, I understand. If you get sick, like, last thing you're going to do, and if you're, he said she was in the hospital or something. She had to go to the hospital. She was so sick. So oh. I'm like, okay, well, I can't process a refund, but I'll put that fee towards your next appointment. Which is fair. This was her first appointment ever, so I didn't think she would never want to come back. It's not like we did something wrong, you know? So I'm like, okay, so we'll rebook you. We'll rebook her. She can come back in, and we're going to put the whole fee towards that appointment, so she doesn't pay anything. And he, my front desk girl said he agreed. He was like, okay, whatever. And then we got a bad review um, saying, like, after they charged me, why would I want to come back when they can't even understand that people get sick and things happen? And um, so I replied, and I was very professional. I was like, you know, I'm sorry your wife is sick. I hope she gets better. Um, but this policy was signed. Um, and he also mentioned that um, we booked it a month ago, and we didn't get a reminder when my system – as a courtesy, I always say this now, as a courtesy, sends a reminder, um, a text and an email reminder to whatever email and phone number you have on file. Yeah. I honest, I can't control if an email goes to spam. And, I mean, I don't go in and check the phone number if it's a valid phone number. Right. Or, you know, it's... If someone, if you make an appointment, someone calls and says like, "Hey, just wanted to make sure this is your phone number and we can reach you," mm-hmm. that's odd. People don't do that. So you know, I replied, I apologized. You know, I said I will still be very happy to serve your, you know, give your wife a spa day. You know, let her come in for her facial. Still, um, I never got a reply back, but I'm hoping like if someone was to see that review, they saw that I. Made the effort. Made the effort to, one, reply. Two, I said my side of the story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, tried to fix it. And I thought my I thought it was fair how I tried to fix it. So, replying to all your reviews. <laughs> replying to... I know that recently you've got a bunch of reviews, too. And you reply to them all, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just saying thank you. Just to leave them would be weird. And not even, like, like and reply. There's a lot, um, you know, a lot of times I'll go and read um, reviews for places that, you know, I find on Yelp and nobody replies. To me on Yelp, if they don't reply, it feels like they don't even, like, run their business well. Yeah. I reply to them all. It's me. I reply to all of that. <laughs> yeah. I don't have Yelp because I don't have a brick-and-mortar business, but... Um, My cookie has one for her photography business. I think you could just make one. I don't think I want one. Or make a Google. I have Google. Nobody uses it, though. Nobody reviews me on Google. I get people once in a while on Google. People prefer to review on Facebook, and I'm good with it because... I mean, yeah, it's your social media. Your whole thing is about social media. Well, that, and then every time that they review, it sends it out to their audience. So, like, I've gotten so many clients that said, hey, I saw so-and-so's review of you. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know what? I just realized it does that now. I, that's kind of a new thing, right? Yeah, it's always done that. Because somebody, one of my clients reviewed me, and it was an actual post on her page. Yeah, their post. 
That's pretty cool. Well, it's because it's it's not a review anymore. It's a recommendation. So it's been probably oh. two years now that they call it a recommendation rather than a review. All right, let's wrap it up. All right. Um, so we want to hear what you guys are doing. What what processes are you putting in place to make sure that your clients have an amazing experience? And what is your process for handling not so great experiences with your clients? <laughs> <laughs> How do you reply to your bad reviews? Do you reply to your bad reviews? How do you make it right? Um, tell us your stories. We'd love to hear them. Screenshot this. Tag us on social media. Make sure if you're listening on iTunes to review us. If you're rate on, and review. Yes, rate and review. Spotify, you can share it to your stories. That's why I love Spotify. I don't listen to podcasts on Spotify, but I love that Spotify has a feature of where you can share mm-hmm. anything from Spotify to Instagram stories, and it's a clickable link. So if you want to share about us, feel free to share us in your stories. We'd love it. Tag us, and we will share you back. All right, have a nice day. <laughs> I'm so used to talking on my Instagram stories. Have a nice day, guys. Thanks for letting us start. <laughs> hang out in your earbuds or your car stereo, and we will catch up with you soon. Bye.